live from Los Angeles, it's the at-home edition of The Life Changes Show. With tonight's guest, founder of World Finance Initiative and author of Dare to Care, Louis Boatling. And musical guest, Gabriela Kupfer. I am Mark Lejeur, and now our host, the MC, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. I realized that I've been having a conversation uh, that I that I didn't know I was having. Uh, <laughs> when I started thinking about this show and speaking with uh, Mark and Dorothy and our guest for this show, uh, I, it's not that I didn't realize I, I was having a conversation about money, but but the conversation about money is such a big conversation. And whenever it comes up, there are not only the the topics that we're talking about, and there's not only the words that we're using, but there's all the subtle conversations that are happening unconsciously or even consciously, but that have been so old and so full of dust and they keep they they they're just they they drag us into different kinds of conversations that we don't always connect with and so uh i i i really started to think about ways we've talked about money ever since we were a child maybe even in the womb we heard different things that so many of us just rattle off and and Dorothy and Mark and I were talking about this like what are some of the ones that we hear about money money talks and bullshit walks do we do we really understand what that means we we use it usually when we're trying to t- put somebody down when they're and and sometimes when they're giving us heart or love or uh, showing us some kind of a different kind of attention, but the money isn't there, and we want the money. Money talks, bullshit walks, or money is the root of all evil, or money doesn't grow on trees. The implications of these go so deep, and when we think we're having a conversation, we might be having all different kinds of other conversation. There's never enough money, or money makes the world go round. In other words, no, not heart, not kindness, not love, not care. And today, we're going to talk about care first and how our guest and our musical guest and so many people that are behind their movement and this movement and many movements that are coming together to make care first, heart first, love first, people first, humanity first. And that is a conversation about money, I think that will be a first for many people. So uh, look forward to this show, learning and growing with our guest and musical guest on the Life Changes show this episode right after this. Have you felt inspired to meditate but you just can't? Do you suffer from anxiety but fidget toys just make you more fidgety? Want to replace negative self-talk in your head that keeps bringing you down? Introducing the latest self-help solution, Phi Beads. 
transformational beaded jewelry inspired by ancient wisdom, science, math, and psychology. All five beads are designed to incorporate the powerful Fibonacci sequence, nature's mathematical formula that has shaped our existence from the beginning of time. The Fibonacci sequence, also known as the golden mean or the golden ratio, is recognized by our conscious and unconscious mind and resonates as order out of chaos like we see in plants, flowers, seashells, ocean waves, the pyramids, and in our own body. Not only beautiful, they feel good to wear. Phi beads can help anchor tranquility, positivity, focus, and structure in your life by doing the Phi meditation. Phi meditation helps you harness the power of I am for intention, affirmation, and manifestation. Affirm the life you want. Get your set of Phi beads at phibeads.com. That's Phi, P-H-I, beads.com. You are listening to The Life Changes Show, live from Vortex Dome, L.A., on the BBS Radio Network, with your host, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. You can hear tonight's show and all our past shows on our archive page at lifechangesshow.com, which include luminaries such as comedian Michael Collier, actress Gabriella Wright, performing artist James Hood, and author Ken Honda. Email your comments and questions to info at lifechangesnetwork.com, or AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. You can also comment via Twitter at LifeChangesShow and Facebook at The Life Changes Show. We are back. I am Filippo Voltaggio, host of The Life Changes Show, at home edition right now, online with our producer and co-host, Mark Lejour. I am especially excited about tonight's show. Uh, not only am I a giant fan of our guest, and I'm proud to call him a friend of, of mine and of, of the Life Changes show, and so excited about our musical guest as well, but I've been reflecting a lot on this word care and to be caring. And uh, it's something, it's a word I've used often. I often say I care as, uh, uh, as, I, as I exit a conversation. But I've thought more specifically about it recently because I have my 89-year-old father living with me. And I've noticed how he uses that and obviously where I receive that because he often says I care or we care. So it's very much in the fabric of who we are at Life Changes and uh, so needed to have this movement expanded around the world, especially in today's world. So excited for tonight. Mm, thank you, Mark. So that's why we've titled our show On Our Way to Building a Care first world together these are words that we have uh, that have been inspired by our guest who is the founder of world finance initiative and care first world welcome louis bootling to the show hello filippo hello louis <laughs> wonderful to connect with you period absolutely we, we have had some great conversations, and I, I think one of the, the interesting uh, things is that you, you level-setted 
for us a couple things uh, right away, which led to the monologue. It's like when I think I'm talking about money, I'm talking about it in a certain way, but not everybody is necessarily talking about money in the same way. And the same goes for care, like Mark just illustrated. So I'm wondering if we could start with your definition of money and your definition of care, and then we can start applying it to our world together. What I was wondering, Filippo, whether I maybe read something to you that gives you a very concise picture of what I'm talking about. Is that okay? Please. It's called Building a Care-First World. A care-first world is a world in which care for the well-being of people and our planet comes first. Money is used to make well-being possible. Everyone can provide for their basic human needs and develop themselves. We care for the earth who provides us with so much. We experience the earth as a gift we can share with each other. We work with the understanding that we as humanity have the freedom to regulate the flow of money according to our deepest wishes and heart's desire, and that there is no need to accept the mess we are in. That together we can find the clarity to heal the financial world at its heart, and that this is the same as the healing of our own heart. The healing of our own heart will give us the clarity to direct money in this new way. The way of the heart is fully applicable in business. In paying our employees, we can express our appreciation for the work they have done and for who they are. In paying our suppliers, we can show gratitude for their service and give support and care for their business. When our customers appreciate our business, because we provide quality and care for them, they gladly pay us. We can all be happy. When fair profits are being made, it adds well-deserved value above cost by which we support ourselves. When the financial exchanges among people are fair and mutually supportive, it's a win-win situation for all. It's caring and supportive. It's real togetherness and sharing. We apply care first when we put care first and let money serve that care. We apply money first when we put money first at the expense of what we care about. I see money first and care first as two aspects of our test with money. In a care first world, we use money in service of our caring, our values and our passion. We use it in service of the well-being of ourselves, each other, and the earth. Care first creates a love-based economy. In a money-first world, we use money at the expense of our caring, our values, and our passion. We use it at the expense of the well-being of ourselves, each other, and the earth. Money-first creates a fear-based economy. When we look at care first, and money first inside of ourselves, we can see that when we live in money first, we're tense, 
alone, in separation, fearful and depressed. When we live in care first, we're strong, vibrant, happy, and most of all, in harmony with ourselves. Care first stabilizes the world, but it stabilizes our psyche. Care first sustains the world, because it sustains us. Money first destabilizes the world and is not sustainable. Can you see what will happen to our world when we move from a money first to a care first attitude? Mm. Okay. Yes. Yes and yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I think one more yes. So it it, 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 the clarity, I, I think the, the word was used more than, than once in, in what you just uh, shared. So clarity, clarity, clarity. So, so, so with, with money, you're not saying that money is, is not necessary. You're, you're saying that it has a purpose. The purpose is not how we defined it prior to now, Right. Well, it depends on how you look at it. Money basically is an exchange system. So just as, as you have a monetary exchange system, you can, have, you can use complementary currency. You can also barter. I think the important thing with money is, is that we don't sleep and that we wake up. Instead of suffering, if we do that, from a world around us where money can rule the world, it is everywhere, that we take a step back, look at that world and ask ourselves, are we happy with it? Are we happy with the monetary system and with how it works? If we decide that we want to use money for our world, then use it in a constructive fashion. Make sure that money then serves the purpose that we give it. What has happened in this world, it is used to exchange things, but money, because it is so intimately connected to how we survive, makes it that we all need it. And through all different kinds of factors, things have happened through which people can uh, take money to a level of power, power over others. They can destroy the world with money. And all those aspects we don't need. If we let care lead the way and money serve care, everything goes well. So money, if we decide to use it, can become a very important tool, but it needs to remain a servant and it needs to remain humble and not rule our planet. We need to be in charge. Here, here. And so then what what does... What does care look like? You, you see, I ask for these kinds of, of definitions and experiences because we don't, because of everything I said actually at the, at the beginning of the monologue. If, if, we, if we think money changes people and there isn't enough money and, 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 and money makes the world go round and, and how does the world go round if all of a sudden we take money out of this equation, 
and 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 especially when you put something in that is so untangible to many people as care so care makes the world go round how do i make sense of that well in this world today yeah i mean the whole inspiration of care first came to me in relationship to money mm. so it's like uh, let's put it like this you work for money with a job that you're not happy with mm-hmm. when you apply care first to that you know that okay you might receive the money that you need for your life that is care but you're not happy in that work in that work so you're not really caring for yourself so if you think of care first and you really care for yourself then you say I want to have work that makes me happy. I want to make a contribution to this world that makes me happy. And with that contribution, I want to make my money. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah? With the, with the whole climate change thing. So many things are being done where we are exploiting the planet because we want the money. That is a lack of care for the planet. Yeah? When we have a planet where... Um, a lot of people can't provide for themselves. They have difficulties with getting a home, health care, education, and food. That's a lack of overall care for each other. We're not caring for each other. And the money should, if the money is the tool that we use to provide these things for people, then somehow we need to work it out so that everybody can have a home, food, education, and health care. That is what I call care. You know, like I was saying, this is such a big conversation. And like you've said, it, and as you as you take this conversation into the world and into the hearts and minds of, of people, uh, it it makes me think, as you were saying, there are people that don't have food and don't have housing. And I and I think how trees grow abundantly and we can cut down trees and build houses for people and food can grow abundantly but somehow we are we have been living in this uh in in this mindset uh within a system that some at some point we must have agreed to or didn't know we agreed to live in this mindset right Correct, yeah, and I mean, and then it's the question, how did we get there? Because I'm quite sure that in earlier stages of our evolution, we might have used the whole money process in a better manner. I think that, you know, what what has caused the difficulties that we are in, I don't really know. I only know that when I am assisting people with the difficulties that they have, and I do this a lot through our workshop meeting the mystery of money, where people can look at their fears, their desperation, their anger, the the conditioning out of their youth, that we are capable together to make a journey from the difficult side of our lives, where we we, uh, don't trust that the money can come, where we live in scarcity, where we're not happy with the systems around us, to a place where we feel much more empowered, um, much more in our hearts, and can see uh, a new possibility. With that workshop that I do, uh, you know, what you said earlier, we all can talk about money in a different way. 
Well, in that workshop, within a few hours, most people realize that nobody is actually saying anything original around money. We mm. are all in the same kind of pain. And I have given more than 40, 50 of these workshops. Mm. I, have, I now never hear somebody say uh, a, a, an original thing around their difficulty with money. But So we seem to have the same pain as people, but also the same answer. Nobody disagrees over Care First. Everybody who's, who does that workshop wants to build a Care First life. I like it. Thank you, Louis, for, for saying all of that. And, and th there's the other side dimension, too, that everybody I know that has what some of us would say a lot of money is, is concerned about keep everybody I know is concerned about keeping the money they have, growing the money they have, making sure they have even more money or that they can sustain their money for the rest of their lives or their, you, you know what I'm saying? So it's not on both sides, all sides of this equation. It's, it's doesn't seem to be working except for maybe, maybe, maybe a small few of people who would I, who I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there are, I know quite a lot of people who seem to have money lives that they're really happy with. And they tend to be people that carry a certain clarity or simplicity, but definitely a, an inner connection to trust or a sense that life provides. But mm. a lot of times they are people who really love what they do. Uh, you know, I once had a, a plumber coming to my house and he was just, you know, happily fixing the bath. And he said, Louis, do you want to know the secret of life? <laughs> I said, sure. I said, it's simply that you love your work. And it's a really important thing. But there are people, I've, I've met quite a number of them, who have experienced a harmonious flow with money and who can tell me that they've hardly had money issues. Now, the important thing with money is to look, look at it two ways. You have what an individual can do, and you have what we're doing collectively. So if you take the really wealthy people, they're all influenced by the same conditions. When they are scared to lose their money, that's the same thing as a poor person who's scared that they can't get the money. And that simply means that we haven't collectively arranged our world in such a way that that fear would not be needed. Because if we, if we make sure that money is there for everyone, let's put it like that, we don't have to worry. But we haven't arranged it like that. And it is for that reason that one of the ideas that you maybe have, have heard about, maybe not, uh, called basic income. Have you heard of that? Mm -hmm. Well, that is, I come from the Netherlands, and we're not saying that this is the answer, but the idea that everybody can receive a basic income like, you know, a good but minimal amount of money in the Netherlands, it could be 1,800 euros, that covers your foundation. So your survival tensions can relax. You have your food, your house, your beginning education, and your health care. That, that is a foundation. And then over and above that, you begin to create. Well, that is an idea by which we all care for each other and, and, and where we then we'll have a lot less fear. So there are people who are wanting that basic income everywhere. If that had been there during COVID-19, a lot of the issues that we had everywhere in the world wouldn't be there because people would have had their foundation. So these are 
possibilities that we have. But the, the, the important thing is I feel that we, that we find the resolution together. That instead of constantly watching all the things that we're not happy with, when I do the workshop and I, want, I ask people one question, have you ever felt any anger towards the money system or the way that we use money in the world? Most people will talk about income inequality. Most people will talk about the pain that they feel that we are not sharing the gifts of the earth together and that a lot of people are really well off and, and others not. And people, people can't stand it. It, it. it really upsets them. And why don't we do something about that? Why? Uh, it's a really good question. I, 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 and, and do we know what we can do about that? Well, what happened, Filippo, is that I received the inspiration for Care First in, 1990, uh, in 1997. And, uh, of course, it's been an inspiration ever since. It is only since October last year that somehow it is making its own breakthrough. So, you know, I have an International Care First Council that Mark also is a part of. There we are looking at how we can communicate this message in the most impactful manner worldwide. In the Netherlands, we have a Care First Council. We're looking at how to build a Care First world. And that includes all these incentives. I'm sorry, when you say all these incentives, what are the incentives? The application of Care First includes the fact that we look at how we can receive and share the gifts of the earth. So the, the, the earth is, is, is a gift. It's a material world that is there for us all. So why can't everybody have food, home, education, and health care? We address that. And we look at what we can do about it. And I know it's not just us. There are loads and loads of people who want to resolve that issue. And that's why I'm saying that basic income idea, as one example, is very popular in the Netherlands and not just in the Netherlands. And that means that people are wanting to make sure that everybody is okay. Well. Well, it, it is so refreshing to hear that there are many people uh, that are interested in this that you have in this short time connected with. And uh, we are connecting. And thanks to your connection with Mark and, and Mark's connections, uh, we're all being connected here. You are in the Netherlands at this moment, right? No, I am in Scotland. Oh, you're in Scotland. Oh, okay, right. And and Gabriella, who are, is our musical guest, she is in Germany, right? No, she's in Portugal. Oh, she <laughs> <laughs> well, one she, thing I know for sure. <laughs> she's German, and I am Dutch. And <laughs> Filippo, Filippo, you're in L.A., right? Yeah, well, one thing for sure I know is that I'm currently in what we call the United States of America. Yes, you are. Well, the reason the reason I bring that up is because it's in a sense uh, already happening. It's already encouraging because here we are. We're living proof, and uh, we are connecting in this same thought, mind, 
and see the benefits and want the change together. I mean, the thing is with the example, meeting the mystery of money, I started that workshop offline in 2004. With COVID, I developed the online version. I mean, in a workshop, we assist six people. But still, it is doing so much good to people that I'm now training others in the Netherlands and also uh, people who can do it in the English language to give that workshop everywhere. So, and, and, you know, if I would create a picture, Filippo, of what is actually going on on this level, uh, listening to you, it would probably blow your mind. There is so much going on of what I'm talking about on this world. It is just that you don't hear enough about it. Right. Ordinary news. It's right. as simple as that. But that movement is incredibly big. And the strange thing is, when people haven't tuned into it, then they also haven't heard all the different things. Like, we have a, a bank in the Netherlands called Triodos Bank. That is, it's in different countries, but that bank only thinks of serving the well-being of people and planet and nothing else. And money is only serving that. It's doing nothing else. And, 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 and that's a, a mind-blowing uh, statement you just made when, when we put bank and that kind of service together uh, for, for the kind of conversations we've been having about money uh, in, in the general populace, I would say. So I would love to for you to share a couple more examples, if you would, when we come back. Of, of those kinds of mind-blowing opportunities. Shake our tree, if you would, and, and help us change the paradigm in this conversation so that when somebody who's hearing your words right now says, do you know that there's a bank to one of their friends or in a meeting at, 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 their, at their office or on, on Zoom or what have you, let, let us share this conversation let's let's give some power to to what you have to offer uh from your experiences and also we want to know a little bit more if we can about the workshop and what we might be able to start thinking about on our way to possibly taking one of your workshops or helping change the consciousness of the planet or better yet on our way to building a care first world together so when we come back we're going to be talking more with our guest louis Butlig. and in the meantime if you care to find out more about care first you can go to carefirstworldwideweb.com carefirstworldwideweb.com or weworldwide Dot info we worldwide.info and we'll be right back with our uh, our guest and in our next segment actually we'll be adding the ask dorothy question to this conversation all on the life changes show at home edition when we come back after this the little dog that could is the fantastically true story of a man and the little dog that came into his life as his mentor to help him understand the world beyond his human senses and to experience life, love, and healing beyond his human understanding. Best-selling author, Filippo Voltaggio, who currently hosts the highly regarded Life Changes show, is an internationally known singer, speaker, and life coach. 
Filippo offers up his own story, how one little surprise package in fur and four legs transformed his life unexpectedly forever and furthered his path of self-discovery. In The Little Dog That Could, Filippo brings to life the meaning of the adage, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Through the reading of this book, you will experience the journey of real miracles that transcend time, space, and logic while gaining practical tools that will help you navigate your way. The Little Dog That Could is available through Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. For more information, visit thelittledogthatcould.com. That's thelittledogthatcould.com. You are listening to the Life Changes Show, live from Vortex Dome LA, with your host, Filippo Volcaggio. You can visit us online at lifechangesshow.com, via Twitter Life Changes Show and Facebook at the Life Changes Show. So we are back. So on our way to building a care first world together, again, our guest is founder of World Finance Initiative and Care First World. Uh, Louis Butlig uh, is, uh, has, has been sharing with us some of what he was inspired to uh, share with the world and the world is responding and and your story in itself is one of these mind-blowing uh, possibilities uh, that we can talk about in the sense that uh, this is this is growing right uh, Louis from from your inspiration that you got in nature it it's already growing uh, to to uh, in numbers that are making a difference, correct? Correct. And in response to what you're asking, I mean, I received my inspiration in 1997. Triodos Bank started 40 years ago. Oh, wow. Triodos Bank started in the Netherlands. It's in the UK. It is in Spain. It is in Germany. It was voted as the most sustainable bank five or six years ago. And it and I, I can send you a link of that, which we can maybe even set the place on your website. And they started uh, a global network of other sustainable ethical banks worldwide. So wow. it's not a small thing. Wow. It's not a small thing. When I saw the year-end report of Triodos maybe uh, six or seven years ago, the the profit was not the number one. The profit was the number two. Everything that they had done for the world and how they served the world was number one. And then they simply showed that the money was supporting and serving that. That's that bank. And that bank started as a savings bank to assist people with money to, um, to invest more consciously. So another thing that is nice for you to know in my... Uh, International Care First Council is Steve Sheweth from Boulder, USA. And he started the socially responsible investing movement in the United States 30, 40 years ago. Have you heard of socially responsible investing? Unfortunately not. I'm glad oh. that you're sharing today. That is another huge thing because maybe 10% of all the money that's being invested is invested in this manner in the United States. 
At least wow. 10%. And so the con- socially responsible investing, the world already says it, there you look at what you are doing with your money. So he was a financial advisor in Boulder, and then people come to make money with the money that they have, but then they're being advised to invest in things that they can believe in, that are constructive. Well, that movement is huge. They also talk about impact investing. So when I give you those links and you look at how big these things are, it is enormous. There's another thing. It's called B Corporation. Have you heard of that? No. Uh, well, <laughs> okay. A B Corporation that also started in the States, and it is, again, a huge movement worldwide, is where a company works with a, with a, with a different uh, organizational setup. And it's a setup where not the shareholders come first, but all stakeholders are being served. So mm-hmm. again, it is in the same mood. And all these movements know each other. And they all connect. I mean, if I would have to put that in in numbers, it would go into the millions. It, 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 I, I don't know what percent of humanity is actually busy with this, but it could be 20, 10 to 20% at least. And that knows about it. Wow, and 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 it's been going on for a long time before I received care first. So I've only been part of something that was already in motion. And you obviously picked up on the energy of that motion, and and uh, you're reminding me uh, we actually had a guest talk about a couple of these things a couple years ago or more. And yet another example that, yes, I have heard of these things, and I it's not on the forefront of my consciousness. It's not a conversation that I have every day, and I'm grateful that I'm having this conversation with you. And what I trust is, is that I, too, can be part of this conversation so that it's on not only on the forefront of my consciousness, but I get to share it more and be part of the solution in an even greater way than 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 what we're doing right this moment. So I am so appreciative of what you're doing here in this moment with us and with your your group and the world. And so uh, we just have a couple of minutes left, Louis, and I'm wondering if 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 somebody were to take your workshop what what it's it's too big to say what would that experience be but is there an experience that they can do at home for themselves or with their friends or their family or their their team at work that says this is one of the exercises that i learned from uh from louis uh and and care first and i'd like to bring it to us let's try it let's do it well people have been asking me too to sort of provide a kind of meditation at the beginning of the day that inspires you. But what be, what happens to most people is that they become really clear how money first and care first are being manifested in their lives. Mm. And so they can look at their own financial transactions and ask, 
was this a money first transaction or a care first transaction and they all they will definitely choose for care first they also realize that the transition is not that easy because of the way that everything works and because money is so connected to our survival so we need that money yeah? so when you need the money and uh, you can't find a job that you're happy with what do you do then but it it helps people with making that distinction and also what the workshop does, it gives people an enormous heart boost. In meeting Mark and speaking with Mark and Mark listening to Care First, he began to bring energies in like, oh, maybe we can be our child self again. Maybe we can live from joy instead of suffering for all this money. So the, the, the Care First movement really calls people out to become who they really are and let money serve that. So yes, people walk away with a lot of tools. And one of the main things that happens to people is that they begin to realize when they do the workshop that they can love each other with money, that they can care with money. They, they, they begin to connect their heart much more with the use of money. And they also feel very, very empowered and less victimized. They feel much more that they can actually create the world that we want to live in. Louis, I look forward to getting to experience that uh, workshop of yours uh, here in the United States or in the Netherlands or Scotland. <laughs> no, you can do it online. <laughs> or online. This is true. Well, yeah. I was also hoping to get to meet you in person and your wife and, uh, and and your community but uh yes and online exactly and to find out about that people can go to carefirst worldwide web right dot com yeah you then click on meeting the mystery of money there's a description of the workshop my email address you can also click on the contact point uh you know this is in the description and then you can also contact me yes and the other thing that's important to know about meeting the mystery of money it is like theater. We use music, symbols, all kinds of things. So it's not just boring money talk. Mm. Well, certainly this hasn't been boring at all. And <laughs> want to point people to weworldwide.info as well for more information. We also have other information on our website about our guest, Louis Butlig. Uh, thank you so much for being uh, you and being a part of our show and a part of our growing family here at the Life Changes Show. Can I say one more thing? Please. WeWorldwide.info, we call a home of heart intelligence. That's a different impulse. And there we look at how we apply the intelligence of our heart. And there we, we uh, provide sessions for people to explore the unique workings of their heart intelligence. There we talk about heart intelligent collaboration. So, of course, it relates to care first, but it is an impulse on its own. Okay, well, there's one thing I'm sure I've never heard of. I've heard of emotional intelligence, but I've never heard of it say it, heart intelligence as in HI. Uh, yeah. So, thank you for... for <laughs> For teaching me yet another thing. Louis, I, I feel like there's lots of learning ahead together. And and for so many of us who are ready, uh, willing, and able. So thank you so much for being part of the sharing of this information. 
and thank you so much. And just know that Gabriella, who plays the music, has helped to develop all this together with me, my beloved wife Sandra, and many other people. Indeed, and growing and growing team. We'll be talking to Gabriella in just a moment, but thank you again, Louis. And now is our time for our Ask Dorothy question. Dear Dorothy, this is Sandy from Arizona, and I took your class years ago. The information you shared has helped me manifest my own business, and I'm now doing healing work and life coaching full time. I have several clients who keep asking the same questions again and again, and I am now not wanting to work with them anymore because it has become apparent that they do not listen to me, even though they are paying for my services. How can I gently tell them that I no longer want them as clients, and how do I attract more clients who are ready to hear me and who are willing to do the necessary work to heal their issues and themselves? Dear Sandy, this is something that all of us who do life coaching and healing sessions have had to deal with. Unfortunately, many people are addicted to their stories and keep making the same less than elegant choices over and over again. I experienced what you're going through for several years until I too had had enough because I know that by letting someone repeat their stories, we are not being of service. The more we tell the same things over and over, the more embedded they become, and this does not help create positive change. I tried gentle, and that didn't work, so I finally spoke my truth and told them that I wasn't willing to go over the same old issues week after week. I suggested that they take some time off and discover what they were really willing to work on, and when they came up with something new to give me a call, and we would see if it was time to work together again. If they chose to find something new and called me for an appointment, I asked questions that allowed me to determine that they were truly sincere in wanting to change. And if they were, I would then see them. And if they slipped back to their old ways, I would stop them immediately. Some clients got angry and left and found other people to work with. Others thanked me for helping them see that they were repeating bad habits, and we worked together to change these patterns. Setting healthy boundaries for my clients benefited not only them, it benefited me also, and I began to truly enjoy my work once again. The way I attract the kind of clients I enjoy working with is by thanking the universe for sending me only those people who are ready, willing, and able to do the necessary work to heal their lives. And since I know and believe the universe is always supporting me, the clients who come now are the ones who can hear me. Thank you for this question. Thank you, Dorothy. And if you have a question for Dorothy, please write her at AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. We'll be right back with our musical guest, Gabriella Kepfer, here on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition right after this. There are self-help seminars costing thousands of dollars guaranteeing miraculous transformations. There are compelling speakers and life-changing weekend experiences where you can walk on fire. They all deliver revelations that guarantee you'll come back for the more expensive revelations filled with even greater wonder next month on Fiji. 
We get addicted to positive, heartfelt, expensive theater. What we really need is a jumpstart, an awakening. Someone who can give us a reminder that everything we need lies within. Through inspiration and practical knowledge, Dorothy Donahue helps people get grounded and motivated, inspired and energized. It's not just words and affirmations and the power of intention. It's a mindset brought about by a tangible, transcendental experience, an audiovisual, physical, spiritual experience that helps us realize we transform ourselves. We get tools to become the conscious co-creators of lives of unlimited potential. Find out more. Go to DorothyDonahue.com. Life Changes Show is a premier radio show presented by the Life Changes Network, which is a company whose team has dedicated their lives not only to positive change, but to helping others observe and embrace, honor, and even celebrate their own changes, thus enabling a more positive, inspired life and helping to create a more positive and inspired world. From everyday people, celebrities, corporate giants, and children, we are here to help and to serve with heart, integrity, and experience We bring our message and positive intent into your lives through the Life Changes Show, lifechangesnetwork.com, and through guest appearances on other inspiring shows and events. If you wish to learn more about Life Changes Life Coaching, a private consultation with one of us, corporate or live event appearances, or if you would like us to appear on your radio or TV shows, please email us at info at lifechangesnetwork.com. We are back, and we are ready for our musical guest. This is so exciting for many reasons. I'll just say for now, she's a cellist and a sound healer and so much more. Let's welcome Gabriella Kepfer to the show. Hi. 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 (laughs) It's great to be here. Thank you. It's great to have you, uh, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to our conversation and, and your music. And uh, since uh, Louis did mention, and uh, the, and we were going to talk about this, but do you want to pick up where he left off about your involvement in in Care First before we jump into the music? Well, we well we all live together in the north of Scotland for many years and for me it was a dive into um, hearing more from nature it's like Mm. receiving nature as my teacher and for me where it's taken me is to to develop that knowing that nature that we are all part of nature. And if we truly know that, if we truly know ourselves as part of nature and the earth, we can, we can't really go against it. We can only care for it like we mm. care for ourselves. Um, mm. I mean, we've kind of learned to not care for ourselves and for na- and nature. Mm. But if we truly remember that, the you know, what it means to be looked after by nature, to be one with nature, to be, um, to be in the feeling of the universe has our backs. Mm. Um, We are supported by the earth. And like you said earlier, you know, the, 
the earth is abundant and there is everything we require is is provided by the earth and by nature and if we truly respect nature as and respect ourselves in a way that you know doesn't deplete and doesn't destroy and doesn't actually take more than is required and and not replenishable if we truly are we come into like a heart space and that's also what Louis talked about and um, we were a lot practicing that being in that heart space and that's where I received a lot of the songs and I also received the music and I also received the sensing of wow if I truly cooperate and co-create with nature, mm. then wow, so much more is possible because nature has a ton of solutions and ways of working things out in myriads of ways that are sustainable and that sustainable in a true way and replenishable and create more. Um, so that's where my path has taken me with the care first is, is more co-creating with nature mm. and, and through that connecting with nature, allowing ourselves to be part of that true nature of who we truly are as a part of the whole one cell of a bigger larger organism and if as the one cell we you know create destruction in the body then it creates illness you know we know that so mm. but if as that one cell we truly contribute to the wholeness of the whole organism and co cooperate with all the other cells, then that's create health and well-being for the whole mm. organism. I, I like how you're saying the whole organism. And it's interesting, as I'm hearing you say those words, I'm looking at words that are printed on paper that talk a little bit about you and my notes that, that refer to you. But those notes, those words are not the whole organism. And it reminds me of, of people saying to children, what are you going to be when you grow up? And so in answer to that question, uh, one can say, well, Gabriela is going to be one who is trained in farming and who is trained in psychotherapy and who is trained in music and who forges metal sound instruments uh, to create a new unique form of sound healing and one who has co-founded Resounding Earth uh, in an impulse to raise the vibration on this beautiful planet. So if you could have said that as a child, um, that would be amazing. But the fact that you have found your way to here, I think is very beautiful as part of your whole organism that is still growing. Thank you. Yes. And no, I couldn't have said that. <laughs> it's evolved. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, of um, 
you as a child and evolved. I have to add that on the day that we are airing this show, it is your birthday. So yes. happy birthday, Gabriela. Thank you. <laughs> thank with, you so much. <laughs> with that, we're we're going to turn around and thank you not only for being on the show, but getting to uh, experience the energy that you bring from all that you have experienced thus far, uh, especially in communing with nature. And you, you're going to share an acapella piece. Please tell us about that. Yeah, this is a song. It's called Come With Roses In Your Heart. Mm. And it's it came as a response from, from nature. I was asking, like, the spirits of nature to give me a song from nature. And it's like it turned out to be a message from nature for us humans and uh, and an invitation, really. Well, uh, nature must have found a way to speak through me uh, to me through your words because uh, ever since I first heard the piece and then reheard it, because you're going to be doing it live for us now, but uh, that song and some of the words have kind of kept creeping up in my consciousness. So I'm grateful that that you have brought nature closer to me, and I'm looking forward to you sharing this with our audience now. So here is uh, Gabriela Kapfer performing live on the Life Changes show, all the way from where again? Portugal. Portugal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here, is, here is her song and nature's song, Come With Roses in Your Heart. Come with roses in your heart If you want to take your part In the circle of the stars In which we gather We are weaving rays of light Into tapestries of life we are builders of the matrix of the mother. Will you come with your love? We are calling from within. Join the song through which the earth begins to shine. Will you open your heart? And start moving from within. Join the dance through which the earth begins to shine. If you come without your heart, we will always be apart. We are banned behind the veil of alienation. Instead of building worlds of life, we must serve your thoughts of strife. Be the slaves of engines, wires, separation. Will you come with your love? 
We are calling from within. Join the song through which the earth begins to shine. Will you open your heart and start moving from within? Join the dance through which the earth begins to shine. We are everywhere you go, showing creatures how to grow. You can find us in the grass, the trees, each mountain, in the places of your greed. We are yearning to be freed, to give joy and life to earth, to air and fountain. Will you come with your love? We are calling from within. Join the song through which the earth begins to shine. Will you open your heart and start moving from within? Join the dance through which the earth begins to shine. Come with roses in your heart if you want to take your part in the circle of the stars in which we gather. Weave the stories of your fight into tapestries of light for the healing of the body of the mother. Will you come with your love? We are calling from within. Join the song through which the earth begins to shine. Will you open your heart and start moving from within? Join the dance through which the earth begins to shine. Yes, yes, yes. I'm answering your questions. <laughs> yes, 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 like I did with Louis. Gabriela, thank you so much, Gabriela Kapfer. Uh, the question I was answering was, will you come with your love? Yes. Will you open up your heart and start living from within? Yes. Thank uh, you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And and when you're ready uh, to do uh, uh, your uh, record that in a, a with your voice and then to have a chorus of people join you for the chorus, uh, I would love to be in that chorus. Just oh, saying. fantastic! Thank you. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready too. I, I, I'm sure Mark would love to chime in with that as well. So, resounding Earth 
Uh, com is where you can learn more about Gabriella Kapfer's work as well as peace-trails.com. Uh, and of course, she's all over Facebook, uh, uh, but but we have her, her links on our website. But the main places are resoundingearth.com and peace-trails.com. Is that correct, Gabriella? Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Well, uh, as we're coming to a wonderful close of a wonderful show, I, I know that we have a piece that we're going to get to share that is another aspect of your sound healing and your your musicality and 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 sharing would you like to uh uh, share anything about this piece we're going to hear now yes that comes out of the the work that evolved in scotland really which where i was in i heard the invitation from nature to weave with nature Mm. it's like to weave sound which in a way that is like um weaving strands of consciousness it's like weaving the fabric of the field that exists and invite it through the sound which is also vibration of course into its next highest harmon harmonic constellation so it's like weaving a tapestry so often when i when i am in a more denser field you can sense the weaving with that which i do with many instruments and the voice and the cello and um, many of the instruments we make the weaving moving through dense places moving through clearing you and and then moving into a whole new layer and expression of harmony and remit which which often takes people into like a, a sense of aligning to who they truly are mm. or to remembering where we actually come from oh my god i hadn't heard you know i haven't heard that kind of Oh my God, I was taken to where I feel I originate from. Mm. So it's that kind of sensing of weaving with the sound. A tapestry in this particular piece is part of an album called Symphony of Becoming, which was created with the invitation to bring through the sounds and the vibrations and the tones and the frequencies that would assist us to create a future of of care, of well-being, of co-creation with all of life, where we truly are seeing our galactic citizens and where we see ourselves as part of the universe in a way that is makes us co-creators with the earth with the stars, with the universe. Um, not over. It's not power over, but it's with, if you see what I mean. Mm. Uh, yes, and how beautifully it ties to what what 
in in the workshop of care first for example people might be saying oh my god who i am how i think how i feel when i'm putting care first rather than money first so you exactly <laughs> exactly exactly it's the same thing but just coming from a different angle beautiful and yes. and so this is this is going to be the opening piece of of a CD that you are working on is this correct no it's a CD that it's an album that's already out oh okay and and it's the um it's a two uh, CD album and this piece is the first is number one of the second album so it's opening into a new space and it's opening the heart and it's opening so many things so we just kept it at the title opening even though it could say opening the heart opening to a new way of being or all of these things if you see what I mean well and and are you playing more than the cello in this or is it just the cello yes yes there's there's various instruments playing in that and voices and yes. some that instruments that you have and made. yes and yes. um and I'm playing together with Heather um we we co-created that um we co-created um resounding earth together and we co-created um the album this album together beautiful so, and well we, and we give workshops and we we give sound weaving meditations and concerts and those kind of things but yeah that's Wonderful. so yeah. we're going to get to experience some of that now in this piece called opening uh, here is gabriella kapfer
so much for sharing that piece with us, Gabriella. Gabriella Kapfer. And, Thank you. Uh, as as w- we were recalling the, the piece, again, it is opening and it's part of the album Symphony of Becoming. It was recorded live with zither, viola, and beautiful voices. Thank you so much again for sharing that. And and for all of you who have enjoyed this as much as we have, you can go and find music and singing bowls and other beautiful instruments beautifully made uh, and, and also learn more about what Gabriela and Heather are doing. You can go to peace-trails.com, peace-trails.com. And you can also go to resoundingearth.com, resoundingearth.com. This is a special moment with both of you, uh, Gabriela, and with Louis. Uh, thank you, Gabriela, so much. Happy birthday once again. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, and thank have you so a special, much. special year. And may we connect before the year is out to wish each other another special year after that. And, thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, a pleasure having you on the show. And thank you again to Louis Bootlig. Uh, this has been a very special show for all of us here on behalf of our executive producer, Dorothy Lee Donahue and our producer and co-host Mark Leisure. I am your host, Filippo Voltaggio, reminding you that as your life changes, like ours surely did tonight, we're here for you. Ciao, everyone. You have been listening to The Life Changes Show on the BBS Radio Network. Listen live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and visit us online at lifechangesnetwork.com on Facebook at The Life Changes Show, and on Twitter at Life Changes Show. Join us again next week as we consciously explore and embrace the only constant, Life Changes. The Life Changes Network is an entertainment network. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and participants and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Life Changes.